0: Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Bryan Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. I presented Kat with the word O-I-L earlier, and she said... Oil. Oil. If you had to give it to me now, if I gave it to you, O-I-L, would you say... Oil. Or... Oil. Which one?
1: I just said it the same way. Oil. 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 Spell that. O-I-L.
0: Nope.
1: Oil. Oil. Oil.
0: Is it one syllable or two? It's one. Listen to this, though. This is how you said it when I asked you to initially say it. Oil. Oil. That's two syllables. Oil. Oil is one. Oil. Oil is two.
1: How do you say it?
0: Oil. That's two. It's one. You just Oil.
1: You oil. just said two syllables.
0: Oil. You said oil oil. I said oil. It's all about the
1: inflection. It's not.
0: I know. But is it one syllable oil or is it two syllables oil oil?
1: You're saying it the exact same way as me.
0: I'm not. Listen closely. Oil. Listen, well, how do, how do you learn syllables,
1: right? Oil, oil. Then you listen to you oil, oil, but you're still breaking it down oil as oil. 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 I can't do this.
0: Is it one syllable or two?
1: It is one syllable.
0: Not according to you because you say
1: oil. You're literally saying it the exact same way as me. You're not hearing yourself. It doesn't matter. It's your tooth. You need to get your (laughs) tooth fixed. You know what? I can't get in until October 4th to get a new filling. And that is crazy. Right? Derek, for two Thanksgiving weeks in a row, uh, he has eaten a pita chip. Every single, both stay years. Stay away from
2: pizza chips. I then. said
1: that. I go, we're not keeping those in the house anymore. But he chomps down, breaks a tooth. They get him in the next day. Thanksgiving week, they can't get Because it in. doesn't
0: hurt me. I think that's why they pushed it back, right? Uh-huh. It's not hurting, but, but I, lost not no, I, <laughs> I lost a feeling. But it's causing you to
1: not hear yourself say oil.
0: Because I lost a filling. doesn't affect my hearing. Listen, cat is using two syllables here. Oil. Oil. It's a one syllable word. Oil. Oil right or oil. is it really like if you go if you go to the middle of texas and you see one of those big rigs what's it pumping out
1: they say oil Earl. Earl. Oil. Oil. oil oil this is like the blue dress tan dress no nobody's gonna win you're literally saying what i'm saying angie wants us to stop Thank you, Andrew. I agree. <laughs> but is this oil the way you say it, or is it oil? I'm it's not a- saying it because I like Andy.
0: Now I looked it up this morning, and according to Google, it's a one-syllable word. So saying oil makes you sound wrong.
1: It's a diphthong. Don't you know? Oil. It says it's a diphthong.
0: What's a diphthong?
1: A diphthong is a sound. It's like formed by a combination of two vowels, but one single syllable. So you're saying it. Oil. Oil. It sounds like two. That's one
0: syllable, but it's when you, just one. But when you say it. Oil. It's two. <sighs> oil. That's two syllables. Oil's one. I'm going
1: to dip my thong <laughs> in your coffee. Dipping my thong in, in <laughs> what? Oil. Oil. <laughs> 72-year-old retired paper mill worker Randolph White is going viral today. He did this hilarious TV news appearance where he made these, like, imitating sounds of this missing F-35 jet that made a crash near uh, his home in Williamsburg County, South Carolina. Well, it
2: was nice and quiet and peaceful. I was in the uh, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, between a screeching and a whistle. <laughs> I said, what in the world is this? And I boom in my whole house. Shun. The first thought came to me. I said, well, must watch the meteorite come out of space or something? And I said, well, if the airplane, it needed to be reported. The, the thing was flying is too low. But it, it needs to be investigated, and the public need to know what
0: really happened. protect this man at all costs, he is a national he treasure. He is like the
1: corn kid. They're starting to remix that, by the way. and They're adding <laughs> that screech into sound, sound, songs and stuff like that. Uh, he's going to be big. What, this woman revealing her Starbucks hack. Listen, if you've ever wanted a free drink from Starbucks, maybe go this route.
3: So when I'm in a Starbucks line and I've been sitting in the line for a long time, like right now, let me tell you what I do. I'll call in there. I'll be like, I'm late for work or I missed an interview. And I getting my Starbucks free or I getting a 50 percent off discount. I'm only telling y'all because I'm leaving America. Don't blow that up. You know, I'm like, I'm
1: like, I'm go and you really can't pull that at the same Starbucks drive through unless you go during one shift and then to another one. You don't
0: think but you can do it every day?
1: Or it'll spread. Can you
0: help me? Can you help me? on the show for some OPP. This is other people's problems and this is uh, your daughter's problem kind of, right?
2: Yeah, I feel like I kind of may have been the reason for an email that they sent to all of the parents. Oh no, don't you love
1: that? Like the vague email that goes out but you're like "Mm, that's me. That's my kid. Yeah, and then it goes
2: out to everyone and probably a lot of people know it's me. So here's the deal. I have a fifth grader. She's wonderful and adorable and very into, it's so cute. We kind of bond over makeup tutorials. Okay. 'm really into it. and um she's pretty serious, like she's been saying that that might be something she wants to do, like for a career. So I've been encouraging her. I was you know, just explaining like, well, you know, that's makeup, but art classes really help. like you it is a makeup artist, and like just you know she she wears some makeup to school, nothing crazy. she is she's eleven, you know, like nothing crazy. but um the email said, um, moving forward.
1: Children fifth grade and under are not allowed to wear makeup to school. Oh, they're that's
0: calling her out specifically.
3: No,
1: they didn't say specifically. But it's well, obvious name, who they're calling out. It's true. All the kids know if she's the one that's sporting a, a fresh face every single day. That maybe, wow, maybe they're talking to her. So, how do you feel about that? I mean,
2: I feel like, look, it, it, she is not wearing like a full on smoky eye. It does not. It's not like inappropriate. It's like. Uh, Like it's like pretty sweet makeup, like a little bit of blush, maybe a tiny bit of eyeshadow, like just like super subtle. You have to look for it, one shade like close to her skin tone, like nothing crazy. It's very, very, very subtle. This
1: is kind of weird that like this is the first time that they're saying it, that there's never been any other fifth grade girl, which that's about the time that you start to discover makeup and do it wrong. So the fact that she's doing it with her mom and doing like tutorials and stuff, I feel like. And honestly, it looks very pretty. Sometimes, yes, she does wear mascara.
2: But yeah. mascara, a little bit of blush, and maybe like a subtle color on her lip. It's not crazy. It's Jesus. very natural looking and like pretty and fresh, like nothing, nothing crazy. So I just, I find, I take offense and I don't want to like yell at the principal, but i kind of feel like. I mean, maybe are they worried because she's doing that? Someone else is going to come in with a full-on smoky eye and like a dark,
1: I don't know. Like Do you think dark, your daughter's makeup routine is a gateway to somebody? I don't know if that is a fact. Next so. thing
0: you know, everyone's pregnant. Can you help me? I would help me. Recap Monica's situation here, or uh, I'm sorry, Melissa's situation here, real quick.
1: Yeah, she called us. She contacted us, and we said, "Call and tell us about your daughter's makeup situation." There was a an email that went out to everybody, and sometimes you know when something is like targeted at you and her daughter and herself. They bond over like these makeup tutorials, and they try different things out, and they have fun. And so she's been going to school with makeup, nothing crazy, and now. They're being told anyone fifth grade and under, no makeup at school, not acceptable, not necessary. And she's like, I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like my daughter really enjoys doing that in the morning. Why take away that joy?
0: How do you feel about this, Monica?
3: Okay, my thoughts are our younger generation in today's world have enough rules that they're going to have to worry about when they go to school. Yes, I believe that there should be limitations to certain things, but you also have to let our, our youth explore their interests. And things like that. If she is being classy and not raunchy, let's just say. Yeah. If and it sounds like the it sounds like the mother is really like monitoring and following and encouraging her interest. What if it was a firefighter? And the, the boy was interested in firefighter and he comes to school in a firefighter uniform every other day or patches or something like that. Are they going to make that against the law too?
1: So don't you feel like I there mean, are a lot of limitations kind of- put on girls? Like we can't wear spaghetti straps yes. because it'll turn the boys yes. on and yoga pants. Yes. So yep, you have to have, you know, two inches above the knees. You know, you
3: have to wear socks. I mean, it's just it's starting to become so ludicrous. It's kind of like the same concept. If you keep telling these kids no over and over and over, guess what?
1: They're going to go do it and
3: they're uh-huh. going to do it at extreme.
1: Pre-rinsing your dishes with hot water costs the average person $46 per year. So a cold water rinse costs about 13 You know what I did? change our family's uh, clothes washing to cold. Because I saw that commercial yeah. for the detergent. It doesn't really make a difference if it's hot or cold. Some people don't believe that. Like Derek, So I always have to switch it back to cold. But it will save I've you always some money. said
0: you live life on the edge and that's what I appreciate is that you can make Big, life-changing adjustments like that. Still come in here and be the same person you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think that's something you don't get enough credit for.
1: Thank you. And uh, they do say that dishwashers are designed to wash dishes thoroughly. It does not matter if you pre-rinse or not. I feel like there was a hint of sarcasm there, but I'm just going <laughs> to move on. laid
0: it on pretty thick.
1: Good. Did you, you didn't, but did uh, Tanya have a Cabbage Patch doll like, collection? yeah. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I won first place in a Cabbage Patch patch doll pageant. I had to dress just like my Cabbage Patch doll. And I didn't realize what my mom had to go through to get my Cabbage Patch dolls. You know, like they were a hot ticket item back in the day. Now there's this documentary that is coming out about the Black Friday madness that was...
0: Something happened in 1983.
1: I got my doll! I got my doll!
0: And we were never going back. The intensity of
2: this search for these dolls.
3: A full-grown woman taking a doll out of a child's head.
2: They trampled everybody. What did
3: we tell our little girl Christmas morning? You've been good, but Santa ran short? This is a
0: story about the worst parts of capitalism.
2: I don't think there were any winners. The winner
0: was money. Is that Ryan Reynolds doing the voiceover for? It did sound
1: like it. Uh, You know, I live for documentaries like this. Like, I loved the Beanie baby one. Like that was crazy and dark behind that too. Like a lot of people don't realize. My
0: sister's gonna have a couple of of withdrawals so she never actually got the Cabbage Patch doll. My grandmother made some of these dolls and they were like uh, they were like some C-minus Cabbage Patch dolls.
1: She didn't like bring it to sleepovers and try to pass it it off, Yeah, I think she (gasps) was
0: like, uh, but you know like the Cabbage Patch dolls had the the plastic kind of faces. These were like... uh, like my grandmother's pantyhose stuffed with stuff. And Ew. then she made some eyes out of them. Oh my, like, God. Really-
1: my cousin Anna had a collection. She had hundreds. She had hundreds of them. And they sat a- along a wall. And so everywhere you moved. I don't even like know her, but you. I hate her. <laughs> She's great. All right. The Consumer Product Safety Commission just wants you to know. Protect that noggin. Protect your noggin. But we could do better.
3: Come on, put my helmet on and go zoom. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. Sitting flat upon my head real evenly. Uh, Low on my forehead. Y'all ain't seeing me. When I fly, bye. Bye. I'm gonna wave high, then bye. <laughs> Don't forget to strap it on tight.
1: Nope. Let's skate. Let's go let's fight. All about safety. Protecting your noggin. Wear your helmet. On your recumbent bike Don't worry about what other people are going to say
0: They're already laughing at you if you're on a recumbent bike So you might as well helm it up They're not going to laugh any harder
1: There's a multiple You know how many times I've said they creep me out a bit But there's actually a school district in Philly that has a stunning 17 sets of twins entering kindergarten. I have been a kindergarten teacher 20 years. Usually there's maybe a couple sets of twins, if that, and I was shocked. So there are seven sets of twins here at Ridge Park, and they're in every classroom, including
2: mine. I always have someone to play with at home. Now I have somebody to play with at
1: school. So mine is, uh, are you a multiple? You're a twin, you're a triplet, you're a quad,
0: you're a quint. (gasps)
1: <gasps> don't don't call if you're Quint. I
0: can't handle that. This can't, morning. That's too much,
1: <laughs> <laughs> too much circus talk.
0: Uh, mine is going to be anyone listening who and I found out that uh, so my high school reunion just happened last weekend. And I didn't go because it uh, was busy. had a whole lot going on, right? And But I found out that a guy that I went to high school with recently lost his foot in a, a farming accident. Yeah. Like got it caught in some piece of equipment and oh, had to have bad. it. It got mangled and had to have it amputated, right? So, uh, and this only happened like a month ago. And I guess he's just back on his feet doing everything just perfect now, right? Good. So I want to know, is there anyone listening who uh, is going through with their day right now missing some kind of a, Body parts, you know, so you were born with it, and it ain't there no more. Got to holler, get the bingo, bingo, bingo for which one? A twin. Oh, Oh, crazy! Cat's been killing this game lately. All right, so you're a twin. Is it like
1: a fraternal? Are you an identical? I'm fraternal. Okay, tell us about that.
0: I don't know the difference again. What's fraternal? You don't know the difference. Fraternal means you were born at the same time, but you don't look anything alike. Right. Okay. And and now, uh, is it a boy-girl twin or a girl-girl twin? Girl-girl twin. Okay, and your name, by the way, is?
1: Francis. So I grew up with a Jackie and Jamie next door, and they were fraternal, and one had brown hair, one had blonde hair, one was short and stockier, one was tall and skinny. It was, like, the freakiest thing. There's no way that they could, like, convince people unless they showed their birth certificate.
0: <laughs> Are you a lot like your twin? Um... Yeah, kind of, like,
3: I mean, we both, like, are five, two, and, you know, I mean, there's, you can't really tell much of a difference. It's
0: but just, you're like, not identical really, like, twins, our, even though you look a little bit alike.
3: Faces, I was going to say, but our faces don't, like, look exactly the same.
1: That's all right. Okay. Well, uh, well hey, do, hey, do you right? think
0: your twin can feel that you're on the radio right now?
1: She's at work, so I don't know. Speaking of multiples, have you ever seen the movie The Dion Quintuplets? It's oh, from the 1930s. Yeah. Are Are you being oh, sarcastic? Oh, I, I made from the 1930s. I made Derek's family watch it when I first started dating him. I'm like, you guys have to watch the show. It is crazy, but it's a movie about these five girls. They're all identical. They were born to this French Canadian couple, and the couple needed money so badly to raise these girls that they signed their girls over to this money-grubbing businessman who showed them off like a circus. He'd have them all ride bikes and, like, the glass, like, partition. Everyone would pay, like, money for a ticket to go see these girls that all look the same because it was so rare. It's a wild movie, but it is nine days long. (laughs) And so I felt so bad making my whole family uh, watch that.
0: I forgot to tell you why I'm so happy. What season is nearly upon us? Now, I know you're a fan of fall in autumn and winter, where I'm more of a fan of the spring and the summer, but it's JJ gets to park in the garage season.
1: Nice. This I would is, think as a homeowner, that would be every season. This
0: is our last weekend, uh, Nolan's last weekend of fall baseball. Okay. That means we'll collapse the batting cage and I get to start parking in the garage again.
1: Why wouldn't he want to do it during the winter?
0: Well, he'll he'll hit in the winter, just not through the cage. It'll just be all T work and soft yeah. toss and stuff like that. But- I won't have to have the entire cage up. I will be able to pull into the garage.
1: Hmm. How wealthy you sound when you talk like that. Like, we have to put our no, batting I'd say, cage away. I'd that's say most, in most huge two-level heated garage. Two-level. You have a two-level garage. It just has high ceilings. It's not two levels. You have, like, an area. Like A, a mezzanine. That's just for storage. <laughs> it's... Massive. It's not Your it, house is massive. It's, it's not you live that in a big, gated community. You uh, don't live in a
0: gated community. <laughs> there is a gate. There is no gates in my community. Sure there is. There's, okay, Stephen and Beth Gates live in my community, <laughs> but that's the only gates in my community.
1: What's trending? What's trending? Trending is this guy who is now collecting every single Titanic VHS out there. I'm sure he would pay you a good amount of money if you have an actual titanic movie on vhs the double vhs the double vhs yeah. it was a two-parter that's right
0: it's the greatest movie of all time one of the most iconic movies of my lifetime you know if you want to watch titanic the best way to watch titanic is the way james cameron himself intended you to watch it and that's on vhs
1: uh, so he has uh 2300 copies there were 25 million made his hope is to collect one mil- one million copies at one point for what just reason? Just do better.
0: You, uh, you, your parents can't be proud of that. They wanted you to be a doctor or a lawyer or a fireman
1: or a cop or something. I bet there is a ton of time dedicated to making sure that you can find it and track it down. Or people are messaging you like too much time daily tracking it down. Do you have a VHS player in your home? Uh, no longer. We just um, did our crawl space, and I'm like, keep it. You never know because we found all these VHS family home movies and I want to do one of those things where you send it in and then they digitize everything for you. But it costs a lot of money to do that. I wish I had like a computer program. If you cared, you've have already
0: things. watched them. You don't care.
1: I do watch it every now and then. But I was like, my hair was so ugly. Mm. And my sister was so cute mm. that in a lot of the videos, you can hear my grandfather, grandmother, mom at any given time saying, Get out of there. Emma's doing something. Here. <laughs> get, get out of the frame. And you want to keep these so, things and I, watch them later, huh? It's funny. It's funny. But that is what's trending. till you cry. I had a moment last night.
0: You know how you said your dad got soft and then he started crying about everything and like you could tell he was really, his edges were getting rounded when he got older.
1: Well, he's always been a, a nice guy, but like... Everything, starting like when he turned 60, started to make him emotional.
0: Well, I would like to prefer to think that I'm not close to 60 yet, but I had a huge emotional burst last night, and uh, so my kids, my two older, well, actually, all three kids went to preschool at our church, right? So there's a, a preschool at our church, and... The youngest right now is just going to get confirmed this year. So we're kind of, we're walking, we get done with confirmation class last night and it was like oh, the one with mom and dad to go through his strengths and weaknesses. Right. And we're walking out yeah. and my mom goes, or my mom, my wife goes, Oh, look, look, look what it is. And it was the love
1: box. I don't know what that
0: so is. That there was the, okay. So when my kids went to preschool there, our, our church slash preschool has a love box. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a box. And every day, something different would be in it that the kids could share. And I remember my daughter, when I'd pick her up from preschool, would always sing me the Love Box song. And it goes, what's in the love box? Who can tell? Maybe a flower, maybe a shell. What's in the love box? Who can see? Probably something to show, or something to show loves, uh, God's love for me, right? Then uh-huh. they'd open up the love box, and the teacher would tell the kids a story and stuff like that. Yeah. But every day on the way home from preschool, I would sing this with my daughter, who's a sophomore in college now, and we're walking out, and my wife goes to the love box, and all of these memories hit me so fast that I started sniffling, Ooh. like I started welling up and oh, sniffling, and I'm like, so I get in the truck, and immediately I call my daughter Reagan at college, and she goes, Oh my God, what's wrong, Dad? Yeah. And I go nothing's wrong. I go, "Do you remember the love box?" Yeah. And she goes, "Oh, I remember the love box with Miss Moldy." Yeah. And and I'm like, "Oh my god, I go, "Do you remember the song?" <laughs> and she starts thinking and she's like, "What's in the And I started singing it. Yeah. And she was singing it. I'm like, "Oh my god, I had old man wow. tears just streaming down my face like those years, whoom. Like in one instant we're all gone and that had to be 15 years ago." Yeah. And it was just, whew, it was light years transported into she's pre-med in college now. And I'm an old man crying in my truck, driving my other kid to hockey practice. It was crazy. Have you had one of those?
1: I might have had one last night when Liam had came to too? kiss me goodbye and going off to religion. And I was like, I don't know. Okay. So every day I pick him up and last year it was nonstop gab, gab, gab. And he's not sitting on his phone in the car on our way home, but he's like uh, just a little bit quieter. You know, I have to like probe a little bit more and uh, he's like me, the way to his heart is food. And so I like to take him out for a snack on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We can chat and um, yeah, it's getting uh, a little bit harder to pull that info from him, but I don't know. I don't know. I hope we still have that.
0: I, uh, Uh, You got Kat and JJ in the Playhouse, and Blake had emailed us. Basically, two years ago, one of my friends went out with this girl twice. They didn't click. She didn't really like him, so it ended right there. I knew who this girl was. We had never met, but I knew who she was, and we recognized each other, started talking. We've gone on four dates, and on our last date, we ran into this friend. After it, he sent me this voicemail telling me that I was disrespecting him. Am I a bad friend for dating this girl and violating bro code or is this girl fair game?
1: Wendy texting two dates does not count as being in a long term relationship. It would be different if they had dated for a long time. It does not violate bro code. I don't think any code is being violated. I just think that it's like too close for comfort, you know? And then when you all hang out, this guy was dumped yeah, you don't by all her. Have to hang out. And then he's going to start thinking, what does he have that I don't have? It's like
0: two years later, man. Like, you got to get over that.
1: Sounds like this guy is not a rational thinker.
0: I have been dumped by hundreds of women. Yes. And I don't walk around going, what is she seeing? Him and not me. I go, you're lost, Chiggy. Mm. You could have had all the diss.
1: I'm sure they think about it all the time. Dark rides home. They're just like, I wish I could have.
0: You know what? And they deserve it. They deserve to sit in a dark room by themselves wondering what they could have had. Kaya, is this violating bro code?
3: That is totally against bro code. It's kind of same thing with, you know, if uh, my best friend was dating somebody and they broke up, I cannot date that person. Ever? Because it's against bro code. I,
1: I agree with you. I just think there are so many people out there. And, yeah, you make contact and, like, some type of connection with that person. But... I talked to a psychic one time. Do you believe this, that you have more than seven people that you probably could be married to at any time? No. You don't believe no. that? You don't believe that there are seven people out there at any given time that match your personality or what you want in somebody? No. Look, there's billions of people in this world. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: so do you, do, you, do you feel like you found your one true love? I sure did. Yeah, out of the seven billion people on earth, you found the one person that is, mad, that is meant for you? Yes. Wow, I like that. You're sticking to it. And, hey, by the way, go back to the bro code thing. Is there ever a time that that can happen, or is there no time limit on that? It can never happen. You're standing strong on this, aren't you? I sure am. All right, I appreciate it. Hey, Skyler, how are you, man?
3: Hey, I'm pretty good. I'm just a little confused about these uh, broads talking about bro codes. Okay.
0: <laughs> what's uh, what's confusing <laughs> for you?
2: Uh, it's it's, it's two, two years later. later. He, uh... It didn't work out. Two years later, like you said, he should move
0: on. That statute of limitations has got to run out in like a month, right? It, it has to.
2: There's no, uh, yeah, it, it has to. You just can't live on it forever, after, you know, two days.
0: How yeah. many percent, how many percent of the single, let's just imagine you're a single dude and you're playing the field. How many percent of women out there do you think are even dateable, Skyler? probably about 5%. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's maybe 5% that are even dateable. Then find some that have the preferences you like, you know, whether they're blonde or whatever the deal is. I mean, so you're down to like a quarter of a percent. I think if they fit the mold, you got to date the hell out of them. Exactly.
3: Yeah. I've mean, always
1: thought that like? guys need to Sorry, learn. Guys need to learn how to take that, take rejection. If somebody says it's not working out, you know how many men like can't handle that because they've never been rejected Correctly.
0: enough. I, I've been rejected so often that it doesn't even faze me anymore.
1: Run a TED talk then, uh, because I, uh, it's the most alarming thing when guys like bring uh, they go off like crazy. They're just like they build up, build up, and then they they lose it on people in love. Like you, you heard about that guy in Arizona that yeah. brought a gun and shooting everybody that was holding hands because yeah. he couldn't find love or he was rejected. It wow. was it's just crazy. There's a a show, it's called Love on the Spectrum. Have you ever watched it, Skylar? No, I hadn't seen that one. It's like, it's all these autistic couples and all the guys, like, if you are a guy and you can't handle rejection, watch this show because they go, well, next one. Well, next time. Yeah, and they're I think... they're like so cool about it. They're like, well, good luck with life. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, what? Why do you think that I handled that so well and nobody else did?
1: Yeah, I'm wondering. I don't know. I think it's like so tragic that guys and girls can't handle rejection. It's like you're not for everybody.
0: The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Brad, Sean, Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 5:30 to 9 on 104.7 KCLD. Now share this with a friend.